watch the headbutts and elbows. No rabbit punches, no low blows. This will not be a clean fight, so protect yourself at all times. The underdogs are coming for the throne. This is the B-Sides Boxing Podcast. All right, before we get things started, I wanted to let you know this was recorded on December 6th, and I'm just getting this out on December 15th. A lot of life stuff happened, so yeah, sorry about that. But uh, think of this more as a retrospective and uh, looking in the rearview mirror, as it were. Oh man, since we were last together... Mauricio Lara gets the KO3. Uh, just a quick thought. I thought he looked pretty good, so I'm excited to see more of him. We had Lomachenko getting the decision over Jermaine Ortiz. Are we, are we recording right now? Yes. I don't know if we were just going over there. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of. A little bit of um, glossing well, over right. the older stuff. We're all getting shoot out by his girl right now, that's why I muted. Oh, no, if you, if you gotta, if you're ready to shoot, go in on the Lomachenko looking like shit. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I kind of, uh, I mean, I give him some benefit of the doubt because it, it's been a while and he's yeah. really never looked at a lightweight, but I, mean, I don't know. I feel like most people already kind of saw, like at this point, like you're either going to acknowledge Lomachenko's faults or you're not. Like they've been shown multiple times, so... Like, if you thought he looked great, then that's fine. But if you thought he got exposed again, I mean, that's fine, too. Like, both both are pretty legit. I do think uh, Ortiz is going to get, like, hella overrated after this. <laughs> like, people are going to be like, oh, Ortiz, like, gave Lama all he could handle. Like, great young fighter. Like, I think he's bang average. But that's all you really have to be a lightweight to give Lama a, a decent shot. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember who it was I was talking about with that. I think it was Dishy. That uh, Lomachenko, once he got to lightweight, he that he showed his ceiling pretty early on. I think well, he's literally Linares gave him. I might, I might be forgetting if I'm trying to think. Was Linares his first lightweight fight? I think it was, right? Yeah, I think it was. Or, yeah, like the only guy he's ever smoked a lightweight was Crop. I mean, it was just horrible. Like everyone else did at least okay. Like Linares dropped him. Pedraza won some rounds, Campbell won some rounds, Ortiz won a lot of rounds, like, I mean, that's just usually how it is. That, that's why I think it's kind of crazy people are like, you know, Haney isn't ready for Momo, like, Haney would smoke Momo. <laughs> like, Haney's way better than all those other guys, like, yeah, outside of like a chin situation, which I don't, I don't think Momo's the guy to make that a problem. Like, outside of that, not, not sure what the path to victory is. I'm not even sure if it's an age thing. Like, age definitely plays a role, but he's just too fucking small. Like, the way he fights just doesn't work when he's so, you know. Yeah. Like, right. when the other guy has physicality, like, it just doesn't really work. Uh, would Shakur give him, give him trouble? Shakur beat the hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> I think the way he'd beat Shakur. Like, if you're losing four or five rounds to Jermaine Ortiz, there's zero chance you're going to beat Shakur. Uh, all right, let's let's. At least there's less sides, but it's still 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 a size of disadvantage, even if it's not as extreme. Orad, any thoughts on Lomachenko before we press on? I don't think Orad's here. I would keep it a buck. Oh, yeah, he said he had to step out for a second. Um, 
Yeah, we'll cover the old, the try to get through as much as them. Uh, Robesy gets the stoppage in nine. Yeah, we'll do all the minor shit while he's gone. So I guarantee he watched like zero of these fights. Anyway. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who did Robesy? Who did Robesy fight again? Jose Is that Romero. Marvel? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. How far? How far? How long ago that was? Yeah, I mean, Robesi, I don't really remember that fight. I think I did watch it. I don't I don't really remember a lot from it, but I'm pretty high on Robesi. Yeah. To be honest, like, as far as... Like, when you have a Cuban top-ranked prospect, you're like, oh, man, this guy's going to be fucking cursed. But he's actually... He's overcoming that for the most part. Yeah, he slipped up early, but he's he's coming along. Rarely uh, do I buy people's, like, excuses, but I kind of buy Robesi's excuse. He was like, look, we didn't even really have a fucking training camp. Like... I was like shadow boxing in like a garage. Like we were not like properly training. Like I can I can accept that. Yeah, and if you're right, new to the US then it makes sense. Here comes a new challenger. Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Alright now. Yeah. Cool, cool. San Diego, the same weekend, uh, Jojo Diaz gets beat by William Zapeta and Alexis Rocha gets the win over Jesus Campos. Um, also same weekend, Jake Paul gets the UD over Anderson Silva. Uh, I love the gimmick. Keep it going, Jake. That's fun. It's going to be it's fun. Keep doing it. Um, yeah, it's definitely his best win so far. I mean, Silva, if nothing else, is like a pretty big dude. Yeah. You know? Like, he was still smaller, but he's, he's not as small as, like, Woodley. Like, Woodley's a really small guy. You know, or Askren. Like, they're super small guy. The only thought I have on that is, does this look Jake... Uh, does this make Jake look legit, or is Chavez that shit? <laughs> I think Chavez is just that shit, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's a Chavez Jake, shit. Jake just clearly likes boxing. Like, I think Jake probably likes boxing more than Chavez, like, ever did, to be honest. Like, Chavez was clearly way more talented in his when he was young, but you gotta, like, give a fuck, and, like, Chavez clearly does not give a fuck, so. Yeah, Jake seems to be taking this somewhat seriously. Oh, there's zero doubt. <laughs> like, Jake would beat the hell out of, out of Junior. Like, yeah. just because Junior doesn't care. Like, it wouldn't matter to Junior if he lost, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, there's no shame to him. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. Wow, I didn't change the date. <laughs> Saturday, November 1st. Uh, <laughs> in Saitama, Japan, Kenshiro Taraji gets the seventh round stoppage over Hiroto Kyoguchi for a unification at 108. Um, I thought Kyoguchi was pretty good, but apparently not that good. Uh, moving along, November 5th, David Morell at the Armory in his new home of Minneapolis uh, puts uh, Yerbosanoli, I think that's how it's pronounced, uh, puts him into a coma. Holy shit, that was fucking scary, man. I don't know why the corner didn't step in on that one. That was bad. That was really, really bad. He ended up stopping him in the 12th, but that went like four rounds longer than it needed to. At least that's how I saw it anyway. You guys see it different? Yeah, that was pretty bad, to be honest. He still got knocked out. Like, So I guess if the goal was like go the distance, like that's not even what happened. Like, so it was really all for nothing. I remember the corner saying like, oh, two more rounds and you're a champion. Like in round nine, they're like two more rounds and you're a world champion. Buddy, yeah, he definitely won zero other rounds. I don't think we're watching the same fight here because um, your dude's been out of it since like the fifth, and I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, these, I don't know, some uh, 
I hope um, Ados makes some reevaluations on uh, who he has in this corner because they don't have his best interest at heart. I would say he's for sure never going to fight again. <laughs> be honest. Wouldn't blame him. That was rough. Well, I think he only it took him a few days to like wake up. I don't think they let you fight after that. It took a while for him to come out of his coma for sure, and then it took even longer to be like responsive. Yeah, there's no way he'll ever pass physical. Um, Brian Mendoza retires Jason Rosario. Um, I thought Mendoza looked good, but also Rosario's pretty shitty. Like, since that loss to Charlo, he's not been very good, which is unfortunate because Mendoza seems to have upside. I think he has upside. Um, I just think uh, Rosario's finished. Like, yeah, he retired. Yeah, he's done. It's just yeah, like uh. Since the Charlo fight, pretty much everyone's just gone through the body, and that immediately stops him for some reason. Like, he was just, I don't know, like, he's just like really soft to the body. I feel like the last hometown for like three or four fights, trying to get himself mentally back. Like, I don't know, maybe he'll fight in like the DR again, but this was definitely his last fight, like, on a major network. Like, he just lost too many times, he's no value. All right, let's press on because we've got a lot more to go through. In Abu Dhabi, Dimitri Bivol gets the UD over Zerdo Ramirez, who finally, finally fought someone. And Jesus, wow! Like it's anticlimactic, I think, because like this is what we—I was expecting to happen. As much as I was trying to convince myself otherwise. <sighs> Ramirez has never been good. I don't know. Inflated record and you know PR machine made him to made him seem to be more than he actually was. I don't know, do you guys think this was yeah. an expected result or? I was rooting for Zerdo <laughs> to win that, but I pretty much 80% expected uh, Bevel to just cruise to UD. Kind of. The first, what, four rounds were somewhat even, but after that, Bivol just took over and became a typical fight for him. Yeah. Did, uh, RG, do you think uh, Zerto gave Bivol a tougher fight than um, Canelo did? Definitely not. <laughs> for sure not. Uh, anyone who said that is, like, very insane. Yeah, it was just, uh... Yeah, no, I mean, even, like, one... There were probably, like, one or two rounds of the Canelo fight that were, like, harder than the entire than the entire Zordo fight, to be honest. Like, those first three or four rounds versus Canelo is probably harder than all 12 versus Zordo. Um, one more question on this one for Orad. Do you think... Uh, how does Bivol measure up to better be now? Now that we've seen him with Zordo, Canelo. I'm an idiot, so I'll end up picking the wrong guy in this for sure, but... At this point, I think Bivol should do what he does and just get a UD over him. Like The only way I could see uh, Artur winning is by knockout, but I just think Bivol's too technically sound to get knocked out. Yeah, I agree. The The hinge is, uh, can Bivol withstand like the heavy pressure that Better BF brings? Um, RG, got a pick on that one? Bivol, Better BF? Yeah, Bivol, for sure. All right. All right. I think just a little too slow. Too old, too slow. Yeah, he's like 40-something, isn't he? Or like 40? He's almost flying. He's 38, something like that. Um, 
On also on that card, Chantel Cameron gets the decision over Jessica McCaskill for the undisputed championship at the ladies' side. Um, I think it was junior welterweight or full welterweight, one of those two. Sorry, ladies, I don't remember. Um, the next weekend in Cleveland, Raz, you should have fucking went. You would have seen Montana Love get clothesline, Steve Spark. <laughs> Over the top rope, through the announcer table, 16 feet. Uh, Montana Love disqualified for uh, <laughs> the uh, IBF trinket that he takes to Cavaliers games. That uh, the shit was pretty funny. Montana Love was getting his ass boxed off, and yeah, he went uh, <laughs> he went kamikaze on that one. But I know nobody thought really. Yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how the, the whole commentary and everyone was making it seem like that was a bad DQ. That shit was obviously. So. Yeah. Montana Love pleading his case with the referee. Right. Then they played the replay. I'm like, bro, just sit down. You fucking did that on purpose. Well, even before that, like, I just remember him and. Like talking to a doctor saying that he couldn't see, like even though he had a tiniest of cut, he was like, "Yeah, I'm blind in my eye right now. I can't see. I can't see. I'm trying to do everything to get it to go to the car and do it after four rounds." And then after they didn't stop it because of that tiny ass cut, that's when he just went full Undertaker, mankind. That shit was wild, man. Um, RG, what do you? Th- do you think this that performance from Steve Spark, how much value does it have now that we know more about Montana Love? Wait, which performance from Spark? The performance against Love? Yeah. I don't know. I just think Love is dog shit, to be honest. I don't really think anything of Spark. I just think Love sucks. Uh, it's, I hope. it's more that Montana Love is ass than it is. Yeah, he's just horrible. It's like, dude, if... if if you're an American and Hearn is the guy who like gives you your big break, it's because you're not good. Because if you were good, like somebody who's like an actual relevant promoter would have picked you up earlier. Like Love was complete fucking like leftovers that nobody wanted because he sucks. Like now he invests money. It's like how many times is Love gonna win? Like he's eventually gonna lose because he's not good or do something stupid like he did versus Spark. Like he's just not. I don't know. Like what's the payoff for a guy like Love? Like I, I just don't understand really. Like, he's not going to win a real belt. Like, he would get smoked by Progray or any of those guys. Um, on the same card, you mentioned that if Hearn has you, he's probably not very good. Richardson Hitchens gets a referee stoppage in eight. To be fair, I think Hitchens is okay. Yeah, I like I think Richardson. Hitchens is okay. You know, I think he just... I think uh, he was with Mayweather, right? Yeah. CMT. I think he, they tried to sort of, like, give him a path. Like, they tried to give him performances where he would really show out. And I don't know that he did, like, even though he won, like, decisively. And so I think they were just like, look, you know, you're good. You can go have fights, get paid, but we're not really interested. You know, I think I think that's all that is. Not because he's not good, but just because that's not really... They just don't really see a plan for him, you know? Which is kind of unfortunate, because there are some guys at 140 I'd like to see. I'll just say that I think he got kind of pissed that passed him over they chose Roly over him basically like they're promoting him way more than they're promoting him audio's about to get kind of rough here but yeah like Hitchens alright like you said 
I don't think I see anything like special where long I think it's a phony. Oh my bad. Let me see if I can get something better in there. So he has, he's just he like a je ne sais quoi. Looks... Yeah, I just because I know he picked up that big happy the love is carrying around. So he has that going for him. Yeah, it definitely gonna do Hitchens vs. Love, for sure. That just makes way too much sense. And Hitchens is actually okay. So if they want to invest in Hitchens, that would be like a rare smart move from Matchroom in America. Matchroom USA. I, don't, I guess that, I guess it's just Matchroom now, right? Oh, yeah. Because Haney, Haney wasn't signed to Matchroom USA. He was just signed to Matchroom. Like, I don't even think that entity exists anymore. Yeah, Matchroom USA dissolved. Uh, All right, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> uh, November 19th at the Astros Arena in Jalisco. Jaime Munguya gets KO3 over uh, Gonzalo Coria, uh, middleweight. I'm surprised Munguya made the weight without dying this time. And yeah, enough of the fucking clown shows, man. I mean, this, this guy should be in with somebody who fucking matters. Like, he, uh, how many more no-hopers does he need to KO in like two to three rounds? Not sure what they're doing <coughs> with him. What is it, like a no-confidence kind of thing? Yeah, I truly could not care less about Yeah, him. I'm not sure. I fucking hate Hanyu. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not too fond of him. Yeah. All right. Well, then. I can't say I tuned in for that because I already knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, it's just like who gives a fuck about watching any of these fights? Like, <laughs> what are his like? Like Kilrain Kelly, fucking Demetrius Ballard. Like, who the fuck are these people? Like, it's not even people you've heard of before. Like, at least Zordo. Zordo was fighting bad opponents. But it was like, I think I've heard that guy's name before at least. Like, yeah, you seen him on a rankings list. Dude, Munguia will fight guys you fucking never heard of. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. This shit's <laughs> getting old. But on the card, we had your namesake, RG Cortez. Uh, split decision over Eric Lopez. We, we take those. Yeah. Same weekend, Anthony Yard, KO3 over Stefani Koikov. Um, let's see. <laughs> at the Palms Casino Resort. I can't pronounce this dude's name. Versus Denzel Bentley for the WBO middle. Is John and Oh, maybe. Uh, Alan Canelli. Yeah. Yeah. It's Didn't they try to order Munguia to fight Alan Canelli and they like swerved that? It's like, dude, we don't even know if Alan Canelli's good. Like, how are you ducking a guy we don't know if he's good yet? He's literally fought nobody. He's just like you. Didn't. Like, it's a perfect fight. Didn't Andre also turn that one down? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the one that went to first bid and he ended up vacating instead. Yeah, they're like the same person, to be honest. Uh, I think the highlight of that one, that card, might have been Sinisa Estrada's dis- debut with Top Rank for the WBA minimum. I mean, I know, yeah, ladies, also she's really small, but still, Sinisa seems to have a little bit of a social media presence that people care about. So that's kind of fun. She's exciting, at least. <laughs> yeah, she, she at least tries. Next weekend in Carson, it was cold as shit. I was at this one. For being like Southern California, it was cold as fuck. Uh, Regis Progre knocks out Jose Cepeda for the WBC 140. Is Progre back or up? Uh, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm one of his biggest haters, so. I, I think it was a good knockout. Like, I didn't expect it. I thought Chone was actually going to put up a better fight, but Regis looked good. He did his thing. I still don't know how I would feel about him versus the other. There's not really a clear number one if Taylor's moving up, so uh, I'd rate this a B plus type of win. Uh, and yeah, like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm his biggest hater, so I can't really say much. Well, even with even if Taylor stays, 
that performance that he's running back against Catterall, where he looked really poor, does he still hold like that consensus number one? RG, do you think Taylor still the number one guy? Nah. I mean, I guess he is just on achievement, and I guess he still has two belts. IBF hasn't stripped him. He's IBF, uh, WBO, right? WBC. Yeah, because Pro Gray won the yeah. WBC, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Taylor. Yeah. He is IBF, WBO, I think. So I guess he's still number one in that way, but it's probably unknown. Like, it could be a lot of guys, really. There's just a lot of fights that haven't happened, so it's hard to say. That's why I'm like, I mean, I would watch Pro Gray, uh, Taylor, too. But like, I would kind of like to see new fights, to be honest. Yeah. Like that's not, I don't necessarily have, like I would, would I rather see that or would I rather see like Progre versus Matias and Taylor versus like Tiafimo? I would way rather see two new matchups, to be honest. So I hope that's what happens. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, there are a lot of new players at 140 and they're pretty decent. Because I think Taylor will for sure fight Tiafimo, to be honest. Like I think that's definitely a fight that I have Easy to make. They're both on the same same roster. Yeah, I just think that's that's for sure what the plan is. What about Progray versus uh, Teofimo? That could happen. I mean, it's kind of a question of like who's gonna go after Progray now. If he stays with Black Prime, he doesn't really matter. <laughs> He's gonna fight like AB and like a bunch <laughs> of random guys. Like it doesn't like it's then it's a completely different situation. So it depends who will try and pursue him, I guess. Maybe he gets because I mean, in top rank and EBC. But they both have reasons, you know. <laughs> but Did he sign it. Crazy. I can see that. It honestly, could happen. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, there's still Ramirez, Jose Ramirez. Um, I guess yeah. we'll see how Sandra Martin does. Yeah, I mean, PBC and Top Rank both have reasons to go for Progray for sure. It just depends on who wants to offer more. Because um, more of might be PBC has what? Matias, Russell, Puello. Yeah, Tank. Well, I mean, that could happen. Tank, yeah. And then top rank, you got you still have Ramirez hanging around. You got, you got Ramirez. Have yeah, Barboza, Tefimo. Eventually. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, well, there's a lot of fresh, fresh matchups at 140 at least. I kind of think top rank will be the one that goes for him, to be honest. I bet. Reaches I don't know. Progress that one of those weird dudes. So. That's true, but he. That's kind of why I think it won't be the PBC. That was kind of a weird because he signed with him, right? They were gonna do him and Hooker, but then it like fell apart. Or some weird shit happen. So I don't know if they'll be as keen on going for it, even if he has a belt. Maybe they'll get Brandon Lee as his first title defense. Maybe Brandon Lee would knock the shit out of program. <laughs> Facts. Facts only. I'm trying to see the WBC rankings right now, but it looks like Ramirez is next in line, followed by Teo Sander winner. Yeah, because it was supposed to be Zapata Ramirez, right? Yes. Yeah. Then Ramirez had something he pulled out. So yeah, Progre is like the luckiest fucker in the world. He got a random title shot that he wasn't even supposed to get versus a completely washed guy. But yeah, I think, I think Ramirez is the man to, they're going to call him as the man to. Well, that should be fun, at least. Don't expect that yeah, he's, he's cards. Yeah, yeah, I would be surprised if Progre could stop Ramirez. Same weekend in Wembley, Dillian White, maturity decision over Jermaine Franklin. Uh, I honestly didn't watch this. Still haven't had a chance to see it. But I heard Dillian White wasn't that great. That yeah, I think a lot of people thought it was like a draw or like 7-5 White. Like, <laughs> this guy is just completely fucking wild, <laughs> to be honest. Like, who the fuck is your main friend? I've literally never heard this guy in my yeah, life. Like, if you're in a... Like, dude, it, another, again, like, if you're an American heavyweight and no one's heard of you, you're dog shit. Because if you're good at all, people are going to put you all over TV. Yeah. Like... Like, you must be terrible. And White went, like, dead close with him. Gerald Washington See, I think was all over TV. 
Yeah, it's like we're literally so desperate. It's like you must be ultra dog shit if I haven't heard you. Uh, Daniel Dubois has more American TV time than Jermaine Franklin. True. No, that's another guy that we need to fucking shit on. Because I'm done with Daniel Dubois. <laughs> I don't give a shit that he won. I don't care. But oh, he showed heart. He fought a fucking cruiserweight from South Africa. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also in UK at the O2, John Ryder stops Zach Parker. Uh, mention this one because John Ryder is a possible Canelo opponent that's being thrown around. I hope that is not. That's true. That's I true. Dude, I, hope not. I honestly, I honestly think that'll happen. Yeah, I think I do it'll too. happen. I think it'll happen like around you know the summer. I don't know if they'll try and do like May, like they use that. I'm not sure. I don't know what his time frame is with the surgery and all that shit. But I think he'll, he'll definitely do that. Then he'll extend like a one fight with the zone for Bavol. Yeah, he said he wanted to come back in. I, I think he wanted two fights before Bivol in September. And I think John Ryder's going to be one of them, which is really stupid. Yeah, I was going to say, if that's a Cinco de Mayo fight, that's like one of the biggest dog shit fights I've seen on Cinco de Mayo. They'll probably do that in the yeah. UK instead of Vegas. Yeah, it'll be that's, that's why they might not even go for the Cinco de Mayo thing, because it's not even going to be in, in America. I know Hearn was saying that they wanted to do like a, a fight overseas somewhere. Yeah, world. Tour, so if it's definitely. a kind of like that fight where it's uh, Yodrim, where they did it in Miami, like if they're just trying to find like a new venue and it's like a kind of throwaway fight, then that would be fine. But yeah, if it's somehow a Cinco de Mayo fight, that Yodrim was in Miami. I thought that was Texas. I thought it was like uh, a hard rock. Yeah, I think it's Miami. All right, I'm I'm off my rocker then. No big deal. But yeah, that, that's basically like the Canelo like visits the British peasants like tour. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm London, he's gonna show them. They're gonna play Mexican music. British people are gonna jump up and down. It's gonna be great. Yeah, sombreros are gonna be sold for the fun of it. Spanish sweet Caroline. Definitely like two or three dozen like young British people are gonna wear like extremely offensive uh, Mexican stereotypes. Sweet Carolina. Oh, what the poncho and the som- uh, sombrero? Yep. And a huge mustache. Oh, Big mustaches, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh, Ols, Ols a pass on that one though. I hope he I hope he does that. That would just be hilarious. Yeah, I'll for give me. him I'll give him my green card for that. <laughs> Only because I I'm allowed to do it. <laughs> Friday, December second in Newcastle. These are just in passing. Josh Kelly, UD over Troy Williamson. And Lyndon Arthur TKO2 over Joel McIntyre. Um, December 3rd in Arizona. My man, Juan Francisco Estrada, majority decision to quote unquote end the trilogy, end the rivalry with Roman Gonzalez. Not as controversial this time as it was last time, but it was still a really close and I thought really entertaining fight. These guys are starting to show their age. Roman Gonzalez still has a few fights left in him, but he's, yeah, he's clearly not his old self. Though he showed flashes, you know, shades of the old Roman. Orod, how did you see this one? Was it more leaning towards Roman in the decision, or was did the judges get it right? Uh, I had a draw, so one of the judges got it right. In yeah, my I opinion. had a draw too. But yeah, it kind of seemed like Gallo was kind of, looked like he was going to cruise to an easy win, but then... Around like the what was it, like the fifth and the sixth is when Chocolatito kind of turned it on. <laughs> RG the whole sure. time in the chat, the the legendary choke choking the chicken here. 
Yeah, I thought a draw was probably fair. Yeah. But it's just rare to see a guy be like 5-1 after six rounds. Then like, they'll just fucking almost blow it. Like, that's a super hard lead to blow. Like, you just need to secure like two more and you're good. See, he lost yeah, like was five wild, here. Like, I was like, what is happening? He had dropped like five in a row. It was, it was yeah, pretty... Like, I was you start doing that, it's like, man, this guy is either fucking gassed or like tilted or something. I mean, kudos to Roman's trainer because like he was basically getting up in his ass about it. He's like, you're getting fucked up right now. You're losing every single round. You pretty much lit a fire under him. And then that's where he, he started coming on late in the second half. Yeah. But, then Estrada. Yeah, if, I, the last if I had to pick rounds. someone, I'd say Chocolatito. I could see a, a nod for him, but it wasn't as controversial as the last fight. I uh, still so would give a nod to Roman, even though I'm a Kyle supporter. Yeah, same here. Uh, if anyone was going to get the nod, I thought it was going to be Gonzalez, but what can you do? Because this card had another questionable majority decision. Julio Cesar Martinez gets the 112 WBC belt over Samuel Carmona, who was also cruising to an easy decision before he supposedly broke his hand. I haven't heard word on that yet, but it really seemed like it. Um, RG, do you think even with <clears throat> with the way that... <clears throat> God damn it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, with the way that uh, Carmona like stopped throwing his right hand, even with that, was that enough for Martinez to pick up enough rounds to get a decision? I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch that fight. Okay. They're probably smaller than their little <laughs> sister or something. That's fine. <laughs> But I did. I will say one thing about the main event. Um, I thought a draw was probably fair, but I'm honestly like pretty, pretty done with the matchup. Like it's cool. Find new people. Like please. Like what? What is 115? Is it just the fucking like old folks division? Like please. It is now. For now. Like that's yeah. Like that's that's like all it is. Like like Basically Estrada. Like, round. You'll probably have to fight Franca next. I guess. Oh. Uh, thoughts on that? Like a round robin there. Like you have the same four guys and everyone's just fighting each other, but. Yeah, I'm like, wouldn't like, all four of these guys, like, all four of these guys are going to be retired, and, like, this is going to be the most dead division of all time, because they haven't built up anybody's name. Yeah, it's going to go back to being what it was before Roman Gonzalez was, got started bringing it to light, I, with the, I, I, don't, I, I don't know who was the first one to bring him up, I, I remember hearing a lot about him from Dan Raphael, of all people, saying that Roman G's, like, the going, flying under the radar, and, you know, very underappreciated how good he is since then you know he when people started paying attention to roman people noticed estrada because of their first fight so that was a fun little i hope they do it again soon because it was really good and yeah other names come up you know just getting that uh secondhand shine from roman but once he's done i don't know if anyone's going to care anymore it's even hard to care about it even now but yeah even with roman active and uh me being a biggest fan of estrada like once those guys are gone i don't know of anyone at these weight classes that i give a shit about like that rematch happening uh way too like far apart from the first one like Almost so i remember roman was like was uh, uh pricing himself out or I guess if you want to see it in his light, like he was asking for more money, but I know he turned down like five hundred thousand a couple of times. Yeah, they both uh, they both wanted seven figures for the rematch. I remember that when the first the, the rematch was first being talked about by promoters. It came to the zone, started dropping stupid money on all these fights. Well, good for them. They got paid. Yeah, credit to them. Uh, Martinez looked like shit. Roman G laid the blue the blueprint blueprint for Martinez. 
just like box around him and he's not gonna fucking do anything. Yeah, we, we live in the grim timeline where like Sonny Edwards might actually be. <laughs> oh Martinez, my like, god. To be honest, like, <laughs> there's definitely a decent chance that Martinez just like looks like a fucking idiot loses that fight. We need Bam for something. Are you saying we're looking at Sunny Days then? <laughs> something like that. I think if you was... asked me a year ago, I would have been like, oh, Martinez knockout, like, easy. Yeah. Like, for thought. sure. Like, Martinez has just looked worse and worse and worse, like, every single fight. Uh, Emma Williams, UD over Simon Madsen. I know a lot of people are talking about Austin Williams, like, he's kind of coming up on something, but I haven't seen enough to really have a strong opinion one way or another. Either you guys got anything to throw on onto Mr. Williams? I'm gonna be honest. I don't even know who that is. All right, he's the guy. Uh, Isn't is Ammo the guy who fucking he like dropped a diss track on Eddie Hearn while he was still signed to him? Maybe that came back. <laughs> that might be his claim to fame. I'm not sure though. Yeah, I don't really think Ammo's that good to be honest. Like once again, like if you're American, <laughs> and Eddie Hearn is your guy. Yeah, it's like you're probably not like a blue chip. You might be okay, but you're probably not much better than okay. Um, Elon Musk gets a UD over Michael Villagrana, Mark Castro for the uninitiated. I think this is like his eighth fight. I know this was an eight rounder, so he's coming up, I guess. So good for him. Woof. That was all of the reviews. Jesus. A pretty shitty uh, month of boxing. <laughs> I really didn't enjoy a whole lot of those fights. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, that's fight. Okay, I like that happened. There's some rough ones in there. There's some rough weeks in there. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, the whole time we have uh, this hiatus, I was like, there's not really much to cover either way. Yeah, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Like, imagine if we just did an episode that was just like Baval and fucking like just that card. It's like, it would have been like 20 minutes long. It was nothing to say. 20 minutes of shitting on Zerto the whole time. Yeah. Like, that's literally the only topic you could possibly get like anything out of. But this weekend, we do have the return of Teofimo Lopez versus Sandra Martin, like we mentioned earlier. Also on the card, Jared Anderson versus Jerry Forrest. Jared, Jared Anderson. Sorry, I misspelled that. Jared Anderson versus Jerry Forrest. Uh, Keyshawn Davis. I, I'm high on Keyshawn versus uh, Juan Carlos Burgos. Xander Zayas, Alexis Flores. That's at MSG. Top down, Sandor Martin. We were talking about this in Discord, uh, I wanna say yesterday. Like that Sandra Martin, despite having the win over Mikey Garcia, probably doesn't have a whole lot of chance here. Is that is that a fair assessment, Ora? I don't know. People people want to say that Sanders actually decent, so but I honestly didn't see that Mikey fight. It was more so Mikey shitting really... the bed than Martin being good. Yeah, and that's what I figured because like it, it felt like he already had it one foot out the door, kind of like Porter did. But yeah, I'm not sure where to rate Sander on this, and if. Hell finally has some of his life cleared up. I think he should get like a nice highlight reel knockout. RG, do you think it's going to be so, that easy? Like highlight reel type of shit? I'm just confused. Like what? Like why Why did Sandor replace Pedraza? Yeah, I don't know how they made that decision. Like I'm, I'm just confused as to like how or why that happened. Like, I mean, it's not necessarily better or worse. Like, I mean, I think they're like probably the same level of fighter, but like I'm just confused. Like, like what it just happened so suddenly it happened like three weeks before i, I just don't understand why it happened like it's it's very weird to me but yeah i think tfm also might possess probably trying to keep it a little bit of a softer touch 
Uh, Maybe, but like people, I mean, and uh, yeah, like if it, if it's that, then it's smart because most people's reaction, oh, this is a way better fight. Like, <laughs> like okay, like you, I could easily see Pedraza beat Martin. Like they're like the same. They're both just like okay, like you know, lightweight. Uh, slash Pedraza lightweight. like ten years ago would kick Sandra Martin's ass. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen Martin aside from the Mikey fight, where like Mikey just looked like. <laughs> Like so, like disinterestedly, like or amazed he even showed up to the fight, like and didn't just skip out entirely. But I don't know. I guess it is smart though. Like he's inflated profile from that, so Tifimo will slump him and it'll look crazy and all that shit. Yeah, that's probably the way people. I feel like the way people talk about Martin, I feel it feels kind of the same as Cambosos, where they're like overrating him off of one fight. Because, yeah, I've been seeing the same thing where people are saying that this is actually a better fight than the Pedrosa fight. Yeah, it's actually genius, honestly, from that from that perspective of, like, getting credit for, like, not actually taking a bigger risk. It's, like, brilliant. It's, like, honestly, it's just so strange they made the decision so late. Like, I don't know. I just feel bad for Pedrosa. Pedrosa, Pedrosa uh, I think they say he got sick or got the Rona or something, but oh, I think okay. that's the main that reason why he dropped out. Okay, okay. So the way I read like the headline at first, it was just like they just like replaced him. I was like, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like if you know, it's not even like a bigger fight. Like what what was the point of that? I yeah, I think he got to... sick or something, so he got pushed. It's hoping to see uh, what design the Pedraza kids give his give their dad to come out with on his trunks and shit. It was dinosaurs last time. I thought that was pretty dope, but that's unfortunate. Now we have to deal with Sandra Martin, uh, Jared Anderson versus Jerry Forrest is this just a another expecting another highlight knockout for Anderson I expect yeah, that is at least like a fight where it's like impressive if you get the knockout or whatever because Forrest is he's gone the distance with like Zhang and whoever else I think he's fought like a few decent guys okay didn't he fight fucking uh, Rice or whatever is that the guy fought like Johnny Rice or Jerry Rice or who the fuck I don't even know <laughs> American heavyweights American heavyweights in 2022 here we are 49ers great Jerry Rice uh, he lost to Kubrat Pulev, had a yeah. split draw with Michael Hunter. Uh, wasn't that fight like low key super close? The fight with Pulev? I think that's what people were saying. Uh, that might be vision. I didn't, I didn't see. <laughs> Looking at the scores, it doesn't look like it was close. It was 99 91. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, Bulgarian judge. Maybe the Michael Hunter fight, because that one was a split decision. Yeah, it was split, huh? That's the fight. That's the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, people thought Hunter lost that shit. I remember draw. hearing people thinking that Michael Hunter lost. Um, Once again, didn't watch that fight either. But uh, <laughs> got off versus, versus Zhang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the, the fight where like, Zhang's fucking like liver fell out or whatever the fuck. Hey, out. Jermaine Franklin, look at that. <laughs> dude, that, that's what's uh, funny. I thought Jermaine Franklin and Terry Forrest were the same dude. Dude, I, I think like every American everyone's like the same guy. Like if I hear about like fucking what's well, that yeah. guy coffee, like I just I don't know these all the same person. Hey. You don't say that about my boy, Michael Coffey. Yeah, I was trying to think of his name. Like, I didn't even know what his first name was. <laughs> yeah, it's all, like, generic fat guys. It's like generic fat guy who, like, is just making it because there's literally no talent. He's, like, big. But my, Michael Coffey and I are bros. Oh, yeah. No, no disrespect to Michael Coffey. Yeah, me and uh, Coffey and uh, Jamel Herring were, were uh, super close uh Keyshawn davis this is probably a softer like a kind of a cupcake but Keyshawn's still building up his resume a bit 
So he's probably going to clown on him, is what I'm expecting. Same with Zandrazias. Both of these guys are pretty good, and top rank usually gives their like prospects cupcakes. I was going to say, Burgos, uh, I feel like he's just been fed to every stateside prospect that's coming up. He has, what, Mikey Garcia under that resume. I know I think he fought Haney. Who else does he have? Devin Haney, Mikey Garcia. So I haven't heard his name Rocky a couple Martinez. of times, but I just feel like he, he kind of stinks it up sometimes. Split draw with Rocky Martinez. And that's it. Yeah, it's probably just another. It's like the same idea as the J Force fight. It's like, oh, if you get the knockout, it's like, quote unquote, like impressive. You know, it's really not that impressive. Battle tested. Um, Alexis Flores. Any? That's a uh, Zayas's opponent. Any? Any takes on that? Is it an easy one? I don't think I've heard of Alexis Flores. Yeah, I think I've. Alexis Salazar Flores. He fought Carlos Adames, who got stopped in three. I just Googled him, and first thing I get is a Honduran fugitive murder and a child rapist wanted for kidnapping. <laughs> well, yes, I think I got the right one. <laughs> Definitely not. I guess we're all Boricua this weekend. It's like, have you ever heard that story where it's like New Jack talking about like somebody got stabbed like in the locker room? And he's like trying to find out who he is. And somebody tells him like his name is Jose like Diaz or Jose Ramirez or something. It's like wow, that helps a lot. Like <laughs> it really narrows it down. That would be really easy to find. <laughs> yeah, Alexis. Like yeah, I need to. A... <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's probably probably a couple of those. Xander's fighting better people or looking better than uh, Berlanga. Like at least he looks like he has some p- sure. more potential there, and like at least he's looking like he's improving every fight. Yeah, that's what uh, Ian had mentioned about him. I was asking him if he wanted to be on the Spanish show to talk a little bit on Puerto Rican boxing. And he said, like, what, what do you want me to do? Like, talk about Xander Zayas? <laughs> yeah, like, and it's literally no like, If Zayas gets exposed, it's fucking over Puerto Rican. <laughs> like, yeah. it's over with. I mean, that's it. Like, Puerto Rican boxing is dead. Man, it's not just about Xander Zayas. You're also supposed to, like, heckle us for standing Mexican fighters or something. Supposed to be some balance here. I talk shit to Ian all the time, and it's kind of like a one-sided thing where Puerto Rico yeah, like, is shit right now. Yeah, like it's literally just so dead. Like, there's literally no fighters. Like people were like caring about like Josue Vargas. Like who the fuck is that? Like just because he's not even from like <laughs> like he's from New York. Like what? Yeah, that they're uh, reaching to the like the continental U.S. born Puerto Rican kids to. New York, Puerto Ricans, Philly Ricans. Yeah, Philly, Philly, New York, um, other like northeastern area Puerto Rican kids. I mean, if Berlanga could get Zayas' talent, that'd be great. Like that would be that would be ideal. But that is not the reality. Uh, let's see. In Leeds, Josh Warrington versus Luis Lopez. Um, Angelo mentioned that this is probably going to be. Lopez has a shot here, and it might it might be like a might be a bad pick, trying to get an easy opponent for Leeds for like a homecoming thing for Warrington. But I don't know much about Luis Lopez, so I can't really say. I just know that Josh Warrington is not very good. Isn't he the Mando Lopez? I, yeah, I think, I think he's so. IBF Mando. Yeah, I don't think it was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they would have picked like a Mexican guy with like a high knockout ratio <laughs> if it was up to them. But yeah, they tried they that once before, and look how that worked out. 
Yeah, I mean, Lopez is, like, pretty unproven. He knocked out um, Gabe Flores, right? I think he was the first guy to beat Gabe Flores. Like, he exposed him. So I think that's kind of his, you know, notoriety. I think he also beat Isaac Lowe for uh, <laughs> whatever that's worth on some Fury undercard. So he's definitely he's definitely a hitter. So Yeah, he Who beat knows? Gabe Flores in Tucson. I remember trying to get to that. Yes, I think Lopez Lopez knockout is probably a safest bet. Odd there. Yeah, like if you're if you're betting or whatever, I'm sure Lopez will be the dog by some margin. That's probably the bet. Alright. In Omaha, Nebraska, the fight everyone has been clamoring for. Like riots in the streets wanting Terrence Crawford to defend his WBO belt against David Avanesian. I can't believe we're finally here. It finally got signed. It's finally going to happen. <sighs> what a disappointment. I just hope, I just seriously hope so bad that he somehow looks like shit. Like, I just hope, like, you know, he's just really, like, focused on, like, you know, how bad it looks, I guess. And he's just not really focused on the fight. Hope he gets dropped or, like, loses a bunch of rounds. Something. Like, yeah, I hope something happens. Yeah. That would just be too perfect. Like, he... What was the... Did it... Was there, a fi like, a final reveal of why the negotiations with Spence finally died? Because it, it sounded like everything was going, like, perfectly. I think it's basically that Crawford, like, just does not want to work with Al Haven. And, like, he had that weird... He reached out to Spence directly and was like, Hey, I had this fucking super, totally legit, not a scam hedge fund. It's going to pay us both $50 million. Like, what we don't need, like, hey, we'll just do it ourselves. And Spence was like, uh, no. Yeah. And then it fell apart. I think Crawford just said was bad faith in the beginning, to be honest. Like, I think he had no intention to actually make it, like, the way they wanted it. It seemed like Spence was making concessions... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was. It seemed totally reasonable. Like I don't know, like I don't know how what the logic is Crawford has behind like he made two to three million for like ten, you know, or not ten years, but however long he was with you know top rank, like five, six, seven years, and now yeah. he's gonna make like twenty million. <laughs> like where where does all this money came from? Like you, you didn't become a star like during this time. Like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of he said she said kind of thing going on, but. It depends on who you choose to believe, because I know a lot of people on Reddit are, are siding with Crawford, saying that Heyman's sketchy or one-up. Oh, change yeah, the fucking like record. To, to, to be saying that, like, yeah, he's going to come up with this $50 million out of nowhere. I don't know. Uh, just uh, just hearing that uh, live stream that Crawford had was kind of, like, stupid. Or even that little tweeting battle that they got into. Yeah, Crawford has really tried taken to like social media to try to put the onus on Spence. Like he he was making fun of Spence for having a team around him. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so he has a team that actually works on his contract and everything. That's being stupid. Like, making sure to uh, maximize his his take home. God. And like you said, uh, Spence was like pretty much like agreeing to all his terms they kept coming out with Person, his main thing was just like he, he was good with his side of the money yeah I don't know it, it all kind of just points to Crawford shitting the bed it's too bad and now we get him with fucking Avanesian which for how quickly like the from when it, they said like no the Spence fight is off to when Avanesian got announced it seemed like that shit was waiting the whole time it's really unfortunate. I want to say that was like a day or two apart, wasn't it? Right. It was 
like they were he was negotiating them in parallel with Evanesian <coughs> as his safety net, which is a really shitty net to have yourself be caught on. And that's another way where like Cropper looked kind of stupid because he was saying the whole time with Spence that they, that that was their plan A and their only plan, but then you don't make a fight in a day. Yeah. Like they had that in the back pocket already. Uh, yeah, I only I didn't want to really talk about the Avanesian fight. Mo- mostly just mentioning it because the Spence fight is off. Uh, WBA greenlights Spence versus Thurman instead of uh, Spence versus Stanionis, and uh, Stanionis is fighting someone else. I don't Virgil. Who. Yeah, Virgil Ortiz. That's right. So yeah, Spence Thurman. It looks like uh, Spence is actually gonna <laughs> gonna give Thurman. The fight that he never got. Thurman's old as shit. Probably gonna get his ass kicked. I'm not really too sorry about it because the funny part of Thurman's gimmick has long since passed. I'm really disappointed in Terrence Crawford. I'm I'm trying to find some kind of like funny way to spin it, but I can't. It's really disappointing. Yeah, it's just boxing being boxing. Yeah, point. it is. Like, you'd think of, we'd be used to it by now. You'd think I'd be used to it by now, but fuck, man. Like, just because of how close it sounded. Um, let's see. Gervonta Davis versus Ryan Garcia. That one looks like it's going to be happening after Tank fights uh, Hector Garcia in January. And Ryan Garcia is having a fight, too, in uh, January. Yeah, versus rumored to be versus Gesta or Gesta, yeah. whatever you. Yeah, I remember that. I've heard that name. Mercito? Is that him? Yeah. Oh, uh, he fought uh, Linares. He lost to Miguel Vasquez, Drew versus Carlos Molina. Like I said, Linares fight. It's interesting that Gervonta Davis, his quote unquote tune up is Hector Garcia. That's, that's taking a big bite for a tune up. Hector came out of nowhere with Colbert, then Gutierrez, like, he kind of established, like, it wasn't a fluke. I know Javante, Tank, Tank is awesome, but don't get me wrong, but, but yeah, Hector's legit. Yeah, I think the logic behind Gesta, honestly, is, like, just that he's, like, a southpaw. <laughs> like, I literally think that's all it is. Like, he's easy and he's a southpaw. Yeah, staying busy while Tank does what he's doing. Uh, last thing was the Michaela Mayer... Alicia Baumgartner antics at the at the Estrada Gonzalez card. That shit was pretty funny. Did you guys see those? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they just like gave each other like gifts or whatever. Yeah, I hope that rematch will happen. I mean, there's like, cause like I know I think Baumgartner's fighting like the other champion. The, Isn't like a Japanese Korean. girl or something? Korean. Korean. Yeah. Uh, Choi is her name. Which I think it's undisputed, right? Yeah, it's she is the last. Fight. So yeah, they'll probably do it after that fight, assuming Baumgartner wins. Bomb gave Michaela a little packet of sugar that said, here's some sugar, stop being a salty bitch. <laughs> Michaela Mayer gave her gave Alicia flowers with a card that said, I hope you recover soon from your fucking delusion if you think you won. I thought that was great. Now, these, these ladies really seem to dislike each other. I don't think they're just putting it on for the camera. Oh, boy. That's a lot. Do we want to go into the 17th? What's the 17th? I don't even know. The 17th yeah. in Las Vegas. Rivera versus Frank Martin. That is awesome. I'm really excited about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, a good yeah. fight. Yeah. Probably the most hype I've been for a fight with, without, like, big names. Yeah. I think it was a pilot in Discord. Like, he, he had posted about it. 
I don't know, this is a really, really close fight for me. I'm leaning towards Rivera, but like Frank Martin is not to be overlooked. Um, Brandon Lee's gonna be back on that one. No opponent uh, as of last night that I saw. Unless we have like a upset with Teofimo or Crawford, uh, maybe we'll come back and recap that and the 17th and then do uh, awards. Yeah, end of year awards. <coughs> Rocky Fielding is fighting in uh, Dorset in the UK. Just as an aside, it, that's happening. Yep, end of year awards. You guys still keep your mid year? Yeah, my shit looks terrible. <laughs> I didn't age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have mine. I'm gonna have to have to see what happened in the latter half. See if anything holds up. The only thing I know I was right about the ball fight of the year. That was true. He pulled it out. He's the new executioner. Well, uh, I don't know if he's executing people, but <laughs> yeah, not like uh, that was Manny Pacquiao's nickname. That, that name made me salty for a while, I'm not gonna lie. That's what made the Marquez War knockout even better. Exactly, that's why I love it so much. <laughs> oh man, that's it. That's it for us. Not bad, we got a, a whole lot of shit done in an hour. Uh, any part? Any parting thoughts? Is there is there any other fights like left in December after Rivera Martin? No, nah, they usually avoid like Christmas weekend. Yeah, there's probably something in Japan. They usually do something like New Vito, Year's. Vito yeah, New Year's. Fights around Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be another white Christmas. Let's go. My only sign-off is hopefully France beats England in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they probably definitely will, <laughs> to be honest. Ooh, Josh Franco, Kazuto Aoka. Traditional. New Year's Eve fight? Yeah, the New Year's fight for in Japan. Not seeing anything else on here that I recognize. But those two. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be that back in January, be, probably. Yeah, that should be fun, though. That little, fun little car, fun little bite for. We might year. do one like before Christmas or something, because there'll be like three weeks down after that, and we can preview like Charlo or whatever. When, when is the Charlo fight? Is that in January? I think it's like the third week of January. I was reading a Reddit thread like five minutes ago, to be honest, and uh, I saw some people picking Zoom and got me excited for it. <laughs> I was like, man, y'all boys gonna be so hurt. <laughs> I was like, oh, that boy's oh, gonna get smoked. So, man. What is Reddit never changes. Yeah, yeah like, Jamel was gonna smoke that kid like a blunt. Like, that shit's gonna be bad. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, but the, the salty tears are gonna be sweet as can be. <laughs> uh, I don't even know why I bought it for sometimes reading in there, but it is. It is. Yeah, it's been a few few months since I've been to our boxing places. And I was reading recently them saying that uh, the Strada Chocolatito fight was fight of the year. That's a that's a really sad note to end on. I mean, I I love those guys. I, you know, I have a fedora or whatever. Like my lady, I love the the little little weight classes. I like them. To call that fight of the year, Jesus! It's been a pretty shit year, though. <laughs> Let's be honest. Still, there's better than that. Yeah, it's probably Charlo Castano still. Yep. All right, guys. If you got nothing else. Yeah, it was a good one. I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. All right, boys. Yep. See. You. All right, later. That's gonna do it for us here at B Sides Boxing. 
Uh, some of those takes were in future tense, despite having already happened, so why don't you give us a call at 833-772-6964 and uh, let, it, let it rip with uh, hindsight being 2020. If you want to connect with us on social media, you can hit all of our links on beacons.ai slash lvxboxing. Alright, see you next time. Thanks.